When a bird gets free, it doesn't go back for the remnants left at the bottom of the cage. Rumi. Hi. So today, I'm going to talk about letting go. And I know how... Well, it sounds so simple, but it's very difficult. It's one of those things that you hear a lot. Just let it go. You know, if you get angry about something or if somebody hurts you or if you made a mistake or something happens in your life that is negative, that you don't want to happen, that you can't change. And uh, whether through your own advice to yourself or somebody else they tell you just let it go just just let it go and it sounds so simple just let it go but it's really not and it's such it's such an important thing even though it may sound simple it is actually hard but it is the single most important thing you can do for your mental health lots of times for your physical health as well for your spirit for your soul whatever it is you believe in for being able to just capture your happiness and hold on to it it's the single most important thing but it's so hard right because in order for you to let go it takes a lot of work it takes not just letting go of one thing okay let's say your boyfriend cheated on you it's not just break up with him and that's yeah let it go you break up with him it's fine no oftentimes it comes with a lot a lot of like little things moments feelings emotions circumstances that you have to let go of as well so it's not just well going back to them example of your boyfriend let's say you broke up with your boyfriend he cheated on you it's not just about well let, let it go like don't be angry about let it go he cheated on you let it go it's not just that because you also have to let go of all the moments that he wasn't there for you all the moments he lied to you you have to let go of the fact that you gave maybe months or years into the relationship that you will never get back you have to let go of the moments where you had to maybe belittle yourself the moments where he maybe made you feel crazy for calling him a cheater and he said you were making it up in your head letting go of the moments that you cried over him every moment that you were angry every moment that you were jealous that you felt small it's like you have to let go of every single one of these things you understand so that's why letting go is so hard where it's not just one thing you have to let go of you have to let go of so many things that it's so difficult to do okay but it's really the only way to truly be happy because if not you will never be happy because one of those little things are going to come back one of them it's gonna come back in your head eventually sticking to the example of the boyfriend so let's say in your head you've moved on you've got a new boyfriend right you're happy everything is going fine but then you see an instagram post or a facebook post or whatever and it's your ex-boyfriend and he's engaged that same girl he cheated on you with 
what's gonna happen you're gonna get so upset you're gonna get so angry not because you want him back not because you haven't let go of the fact that he cheated on you it's because it brings back memories and with those memories come the emotions it comes all those little all those little times all those things that you have not let go of they come back to you and they hurt you and they poison you and they affect your happiness so my advice when it comes to letting go is that it's going to take a while it really really is because of those memories that's going to keep on coming back like one day you may be fine you may be doing well and i'm just using an example of the boyfriend but there are so many other situations this can happen so many situations that you aren't in control of or maybe happened to you and you couldn't change it or maybe something you did that was a mistake and you can't change it right those things are a part of our past and in order for us to move forward we have to let go of our past but because they are part of our past they will always keep on coming back and every time it comes back we have to make a concerted effort to let it go okay it's not it's not easy you can't just say oh well i'll let it go and then you expect that everything is going to be fine no you have to understand that it's going to take a long while it's going to take that every time that memory comes back you have to feel allow yourself to feel what you feel but also decide i'm gonna let it go that time when i was crying on the ground tears pouring down my face and i hated everything about myself and everything hurt and i was in a dark place you let it go you let it go you feel the emotions and you let it go because if you don't let it go that's gonna keep on coming back over and over and over again and you will never fully be happy you never will and because it takes time you have to give yourself time and what i mean is that you have to be patient with yourself don't get upset or angry with yourself because you have not been able to let it go as yet don't be like oh well i'm horrible i'm stupid i'm you know say lots of bad stuff to yourself because it should be easy you should have just been able to miraculously be this happy person who let go of the past be patient with yourself keep on making that concerted effort but be patient with yourself you know and you have to realize that a lot of things seem impossible until it's done it's a very corny quote i know but it is because when you're in that moment and you're feeling what you're feeling and you've tried so many times to let something go you may doubt yourself and be like well it's never gonna happen i guess this is just who i am but you will get there you will get there eventually eventually you'll get out of that dark place but you have to give yourself time and room to get out of that dark place also i think it's important to try to block ourselves from looking back i know sometimes it's inevitable when you like i said those things that happen they're part of our past they're part of our memory so it's going to come back we're going to remember them and we're going to feel what we feel but we it's not like we're helpless to the situation we can try to 
stop ourselves from looking back from thinking back and ruminating oh god that's the worst one ruminating so even though you think back on a memory let's just let it go because if you go back and you think and you think and you analyze that situation you know because the time when he said he was going out with his boys and he lied and you knew he was lying and you were checking his phone you had him on find a friend whatever crazy situation that you were in that just messed you up because you felt so crazy and low and your dignity and your pride was affected and and you keep on going back to that situation and you overanalyze it and you say okay i'm just gonna no <laughs> Stop the ruminating. Stop looking back. Stop overanalyzing. The thing is, sometimes we feel like if we keep rethinking about something, if we keep on going back over it, we can make it make sense. Like we can look at the point where that thing went wrong. Look at the point where we made that mistake. And maybe if we know and like, analyze it and if we could understand it better and we can do better in the future (sighs) makes sense to an to an extent but the thing is is that when we keep on doing that over and over again we keep on hurting ourselves over and over again because it's not just that when you experience what you experienced it hurts you but every time you go back and you think about it and you ruminate about it and you go over it and over it and over it again and you feel those emotions, you're experiencing that situation again. Maybe not physically, but emotionally. So emotionally, you're putting yourself through that situation over and over again and you just keep on hurting yourself. You think you're doing something good by analyzing it because you think, and you can learn from it. But you're not going to learn from it if all you do is just to experience those horrible emotions over and over again. All you're doing is hurting yourself. Because it's like if you keep on poking at a wound, it's not going to heal. It's not going to heal. You're just going to make it worse. And it's going to fester. And it's not going to be good. It's not going to get better if you keep on poking at it that's not how you heal you don't heal by poking at a wound you heal by cleansing it by give doing whatever medicine you have to take or get taking whatever medicine you have to take or doing whatever measure measures that you have to do to take care of the wound but you don't poke and prod and hurt yourself over and over again in the name of trying to understand why is that wound the way it is no okay you're not doing yourself any favors Additionally, part of it when it comes to looking back and ruminating and overanalyzing is that there eventually comes a time where that part of you thinks that you can fix things. And this this isn't just about a broken relationship with a boyfriend or something like that. Because like I said, still on the topic of the boyfriend, you may not want to go back to him, it may not be that, but you feel like maybe you could fix things once again you think you can heal by poking right but in other situations let's say because remember this is something that happened to you that you felt was out of your control right so you think that if you can just go back and you think about it that maybe you can fix things maybe you can fix things you know and that what that's what really keeps you because you think that I can make it better. All these horrible things I'm feeling, why I felt I can, I can fix things and I can make it better. Things can be better in the future because things can be better in the present because I can fix it. 
But something that's very, very important to note is that some things are meant to be broken. Okay? Not everything has to be fixed. If something was wrong in the first place and it breaks, if something wasn't working in the first place and it breaks, that's a good thing. You don't have to go back and fix it. You build something new. So let it stay broken. Let it remain broken. Also, in other situations, it's not up to you to fix it. You could you could make yourself be like I'm the just completely perfect person for somebody else or for a situation or whatever. And you will still never be enough if you're not what is meant for that situation. Let me get an example with um, a relationship. Whatever type of relationship. You could try to be the nicest, kindest, prettiest, funniest, sexiest, whatever person for somebody. And this is any kind of relationship. Okay? The funnest, most, the most fun, the, you know, whatever it is. But if that person does not want those things from you, you will never be enough. In that, like, you could be the perfect person on paper. But if that person doesn't want those things from you, you will never be enough. So, sometimes you think that you can fix things by fixing yourself and fixing your situation. But sometimes it's not really about the things or the situation it's about you and what i mean by that is sometimes that you're just not what fits and you will never fit and there is nothing you can do to make yourself fit and it's not up to you to try to fix a situation if that person doesn't want to have a relationship with you or if that thing wasn't meant for you okay some things just aren't up to you there is nothing you can do and that's why letting go is so important being able to recognize that there is nothing i can do it's not just that if i keep on poking at this i'll never be happy if i keep on poking like this at this i will make myself worse is that you're never going to change it like there's nothing you can you can't oh you can't overanalyze your way into a good situation when that situation isn't meant for you when somebody else doesn't want you when that situation does not fit your needs whatever it is okay some things you just have no control over and no amount of looking back and making yourself miserable is going to change that and it's just it's not up to you to fix okay it's just not up to you to fix and i know that's really hard to understand but it is possible it really is and it's in once again it's just important to note that you should be gentle with yourself you're gonna spend the rest of your life with yourself and yourself only and you just have to be able to be kind (laughs) yourself and be forgiving of yourself that's so important being forgiving of yourself and being gentle with yourself and allowing yourself to feel things without shaming your own self for the emotions that you have so we need to stop shaming ourselves for feeling certain things and just be like wow okay i'm feeling this allow allow ourselves to feel it and allow ourselves 
to let it go. And every time it comes back, you'll let it go. Doesn't matter how long it takes. Maybe for some people, it might take a month, a day, a year, a week, two years, five years. But you have to keep on working. And every time it comes back, that feeling, that memory, that emotion, that state of mind, you let it go. It comes and you let it go. It comes and you let it go. So, Nicki Minaj is apparently going to drop a song or an album. I'm not sure if there's been updates on it, but it's going to be on June the 21st. That should be next week, Friday. And I have to say, I am actually very interested in what's coming. I'm not a huge Nicki fan. I don't hate her. Some things she do that I don't like, but that's like for every celebrity out there. So, but I have always loved her music. I like been i'm the kind of person that if i like music i'm gonna listen to it okay if i like the music i'm gonna listen i don't really check too much for the artists themselves because there's so many so much drama with so many artists okay so as you know the drama with nikki and cardi has just been so much and that has made me actually step away because i remember when cardi first came out i was really i listened to some of her songs and i do like some of her songs but that's a problem with artists. Sometimes they get themselves into so much drama that the drama overshadows the music. And it's so annoying where, I mean, let's say you want to read an article or like listen to a song or whatever about an artist. And somebody else's name keeps on being brought up. So, like for example on Shade Room, if they post something about Nikki in the comments, it's Cardi, Cardi, Cardi. And before... <laughs> When they used to post about Cardi, it's about Nikki, 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 and anywhere else, really, not just Shade Room. It's like you can't mention one without the other, and it's like, why can't we just enjoy music and not have it have all this unnecessary drama? I remember back in the day when we had so many hip-hop female artists, and it was just good music. I mean, if there was beef, I'm sure there was, by the way. I'm sure there was, but it was never... It was never so huge to the point where it was more important than the actual music that was coming out. And I think that's the issue I have right now when it comes to female artists. Well, female hip-hop slash um, rap artists. Well, basically Nicki and Cardi, but there are others. And even some others have been dragged into this Nicki and Cardi beef and it's too much. So I'm waiting for everything to settle down and maybe I'll get back into female rap. But as for now, I kind of like step back. But I am interested in what Nikki has coming out because you know, you know she's like, she's talented. The girl is talented. You know she puts out good shit. So I'm hoping for a good song to come. I'm hoping for a few good songs. I'm gonna shake my ass. I'm, I'm really hoping so. And I'm hoping she has other female rap artists on there too. I'm really hoping. I know some people have been saying that she might have Trina and Megan Thee Stallion. I have not really listened to any Megan Thee Stallion songs. I would like to, but like I said, I've been taking like a break of female rap. So I kind of just don't really want to get into any of it. I remember lately, I remember when the City Girls came out. Well, not really came out, well, became more popular, I guess, because they've been out for a while. 
but when I was put onto their music and I liked it right but then there was more drama coming out around them and I'm like you see you see obviously <laughs> so you can't just like enjoy female rap anymore without it just having too much drama but if I hear something I like I'm gonna enjoy it but I'm just gonna try to stay away from any of the drama and also to say when it comes to this whole thing about female rap artists that write their stuff and don't write their stuff I feel like there's a place for everyone as long as you're honest you know Cardi B well unless she's changed her tune she's always been honest about the fact that she doesn't write and to me that doesn't take away from your accomplishments if you're being honest I feel like there's a place for everyone so if your place is entertainment it's putting on a show it's having a certain type of personality that you project that people I enjoy then that's your thing you can make money from it you can gain you can still gain respect in the industry you still have your fans you're still being you're still doing well you're being happy you're being successful you don't need to be a songwriter if that's not your thing you know what I mean that's why I don't hate Cardi for not writing but I consider her more of an entertainer a successful one than a rap artist and I don't see why some people get so offended by that to me Nikki is a rap artist you know what she is an amazing lyricist she pushes her pen she always has and I think there's a lot of things to learn from both women in different ways because Cardi came up from being a stripper and from really pushing hard and like making the best out of a situation and like capitalizing really capitalizing on what the industry is now and you have to respect that so many people can look at that and learn from that okay and nikki now her thing is that she has always been pushing and pushing her writing and her craft and like you can tell for her rap is more of an art and it's more of like her passion and she's come up through years and years and years of working really hard and having to prove herself as an artist in this industry for what it was before and what it is now and you have to respect that as well and i don't see why we keep on putting these two women against each other and making it seem like you it has to be one or the other you can like both you can respect both for different reasons and they can respect each other for different reasons as well for example I remember growing up it was always I'm not sure if you would really call it a feud but it was this whole Britney and Christina thing right Christina is clearly the better vocalist clearly the better vocalist right and we love her voice and she's the, the girl can sing and Britney not so much but we still love Britney and there, there is room for both of them there is room for both of them there was room for both of them I don't remember as far as I and remember Britney and Christina hating each other or there being so much anger where it's like if you have to, if you like Christina then you must hate Britney if you love Britney then you must hate Christina no we all know that Britney wasn't the best vocalist but we still love her because she was an amazing entertainer because we love her personality okay and we all know that Christina could sing her ass off okay and there was room for both of them and I don't really want to compare Nikki and Cardi to Christina Aguilera and Britney that's the only comparison I can think of where both women have different strengths and both of them can be successful and there's room for both of them to be admired and to be 
given the accolades. Okay, it doesn't need to be one. It doesn't need to be one type. Because some people are not talented in certain ways, but that doesn't mean they don't deserve to be successful. They don't deserve to have fans. And some people are very talented, but maybe you don't like their personality. But just because you don't like the personality doesn't mean you have to call them washed up. Doesn't mean you have to say that they're over or somebody else is coming to take their place. Doesn't mean that you don't have to respect what they have done. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to what she has coming out. Um, it's going to be next week, so we'll see how that goes. What? Well, I don't really watch much shows, but very sadly, I've been watching The Bachelorette. I only started watching a couple of years ago. Well, last year, basically. So this is my second time watching it. It's currently... <gasps> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm just going through a couple of things while I'm discussing The Bachelorette. Just looking up names because usually I forget the guys' names. And you know when it's early on, it's very easy to forget their names. I just kind of know them as who they are. But I did remember Mike's name. I like Mike. He's the black guy. I mean, those of you who watch and don't know who he is. He's a black guy. He's really, to me, I know how we always say, oh, how, um, here for the right reasons quote-unquote i really do feel like he's here for the right reasons he seems to genuinely like hannah and he seems to genuinely like hannah and not just like her but like he's not trying too hard like sometimes you see the guys come on the bachelorette and you can try they're trying trying so hard to make a connection trying so hard to like this girl because you're supposed to or because they want to last long on the show and don't want to be the first one. Or want to be the don't want to be the earlier ones or the earlier guys kicked off because it's embarrassing or whatever, right? But I could tell that he he likes her and he's going slow. And I like him. And I like how he's not a pushover. I remember when was last episode? Because last this week it wasn't an episode. It's going back next week. But the week before that there was an episode. And he was confronting Luke P. Is it Luke P? The buff dude? Who's like a freaking stalker, psychopath? Honestly. And wasn't Cam a psychopath before that? He got sent home like the week before. Oh, spoiler alert. By the way. But I guess it's too late now. If you haven't been watching. Okay, but... Luke P. He's so weird. And Hannah kept on saying that, oh, she felt a connection with him. And that's why she was all in her feelings. Before she had that one-on-one date with that guy. Can't remember his name, but he's really handsome. But he also looks a lot like the other guy she had. I'm just saying guy. Can't remember the name. But the one who she went on the boat with with the lobster. <laughs> so before she had her date with him, she was all like upset because of Luke P and whatever drama was going on. And to me, he reminds me of the guy that she was on a date with when she was sick. And so he had to come home over to a hotel room and he was like on the bed and whatever. He reminds me of him for some reason. I know it's not the same guy, but still, like, they remind me of each other. I like both of them. I think I think both of them are genuinely good guys. Um, definitely in the running, okay? So, this Luke P guy, like, she said she likes him. Likes him. And I just find it... I mean, I think it's... Then again, they only show you bits and pieces so maybe she didn't feel a deeper connection with him but maybe it's just that she likes him because he's attractive 
because his attitude stinks and he's such a huge liar i remember that that um oh, wow i need to really get this guy's names luke s i believe yeah luke s right so luke s and luke p you know what i should have known the names because they have the same name luke s and luke p got into this drama and luke p is just such a lying sleazeball and i really hope she sends him home next week anyway i don't believe she's gonna choose mike and not because he's black although that decreases his chances because we all know like when has a black guy ever won bachelorette okay but i'm really really hoping she does well i know she's not gonna choose him but i'm hoping so much that he's going to be the next bachelor because that would be amazing i really think he's a great guy and i think he's going to like it's going to be amazing can you imagine him as the next bachelor oh yes yes here for it i'll definitely watch okay because the last couple bachelors were were okay let's just leave it at that they were anyway so something else i've been up to date on is jane the virgin i know lots of people have been complaining because mike michael still had mike stuck in my head because michael came back from the well, spoiler alert once again michael came back from the dead and now he and jane's not together and it's like honestly i never really cared who jane was with whether it was michael or Raphael, as long as it made sense and to me it makes sense that she basically chose Raphael over michael okay because well as it stood as per a few weeks ago i'm not gonna say what's happening now just in case people are not up to date but when he came back from the dead i'm sure if you're a jane the virgin fan then you would have known at least that part because remember he thought he was dead well she thought he was dead and he lost his memory and he had this whole different life outside of her his relationship with her outside of his past life okay and he changed like he's still michael but he's changed and Jane has changed also over the years because of what she went through. So to me, it makes sense that they're no longer compatible to be together. They still love each other. They still care about each other. But it doesn't mean they have to be together. And that's just life. Sometimes you grow out of relationships with people. And it doesn't have to be because you, doesn't love, you don't love that person or because something bad happened. It can just be that... It can just be that you all, who you are now, no longer serve each other. And that's fine. Also, don't really watch a lot of movies, but if I see something that looks interesting to me, I will watch it. So I previously watched, well, I recently watched, um, what's it name? Mom? Mother? What's the name? That movie, you know what I'm talking about. On Netflix and it sucked I'm sorry it sucked so many questions were left unanswered I still have no idea it's just truly a mess and it looks pretty it looks nice so I guess they had a good budget well obviously they did because they only had like two two, act, two actresses they had to pay money right so there I said the budget could go into like special effects or whatever but besides that, it wasn't a very, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good storyline. And I feel like so much more could have been done that wasn't done. And I'm not one of those people who needs 
to know every single detail about the world of like a movie or a show like i need to, i don't need to know every single thing every single background i do believe in some like having something left up to the imagination right like for example when it came to bird box loved bird box there's still another questions about bird box like what like so many unanswered questions but it's okay in that sense because the whole essence of the movie wasn't trying to figure out what was going on but it was more about survival right and i feel like that movie mother i think or i am mother or something i feel like it wasn't really a survival movie but i would have thought it would be more of a movie about where the girl finds out the motivations as much as a robot can have a motivation but the motivations of the robot like how the world ended up how it was and all of that like you think she'd be more curious whatever but to me it sucked and i would not suggest anybody watch it okay and then i come to kind of movie critic but was just plain old horrible so that was my take on current events news entertainment and also my rundown on what i've been watching recently um I'm hoping to be back next week with another one of ne- one of these episodes. I'm really having fun doing it, so I'm hoping you will be back as well to give it a listen and to support, you know, me trying to grow my podcast. And uh, I know it's going to be a bit difficult at first, some glitches while I'm starting up, but I do appreciate you listening and uh, giving it a chance. Okay, so thank you, and uh, I'm hoping the advice I gave earlier will help you in some way, will touch you, will maybe open your mind a bit, and make you able to help someone else. Okay, so um, see you next week. Bye!